Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the Bad Movie Reviews podcast, uh, episode 10, I think, uh, hosted by myself, Ben, and, and Daniel. We have got a, a new setup, as you can probably see, for all our seven viewers. Um, you can, of course, join us every week on um, all modger, modger, major podcasting platforms and uh, visually, on, of course, on YouTube um, under, under Bad Movie Reviews. Uh, we, we actually, being avid game fans as well, um, we actually probably chuck up a, uh, we'll chuck up a trailer reaction of uh, the Super Mario Bros. Uh, we won't chat about it too much here of, uh, of that, but we'll get straight into movie news. Um, not really a heap to probably touch on, to be fair. Uh, I know we touched on this last week, uh, Robert, you know, the, the where I brought up Nostrafu, I think it was called, yeah, the vampire. Yeah. Um, Harry Styles was apparently penned to cast in this. Um, so it links into last week's pod because we also reviewed Don't Worry Darling. But um, he actually, to schedule conf- scheduling conflicts, has pulled out of doing the movie. Oh, um, yeah, such a shame. And being replaced by uh, Nicholas Holt. Who's Nicholas Holt? Uh, he plays Beast in the newer X-Men yep, films, he but he was exactly also... Said, yep. um, I can't remember what else he's... He's a fantastic actor, to, to be fair. He like you used to be in Skins um, and he, he does mainly TV shows, but... He's a he's a really good actor. So kind of disappointing. Harry Styles is not in it though. Only because I really want to see what kind of what his range is, if any. He's got a film coming out soon on um, Amazon Prime called My Policeman, where he plays a policeman in like the on. I don't know if he's the policeman, but it's like set in the fifties, and he's married, but then he's having an affair with a man on the side. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So. Maybe you can watch that to, <laughs> to view his range. Why not? Um, yeah. Uh, next bit of news. This is interesting. There's a actually a, a comic that Keanu Reeves released called Berserker. Um, it's essentially follows an. I am reading this off off the internet, but it follows an immortal warrior known as Berserker as he fights his way through the ages. But he released it as a twelve part issue through COVID, just as a Kickstarter and something fun to do. But now it's actually rumoured that he is going to direct and star in his own movie about that, Don't. which I actually like. If you look at the, um, you know, the photo, it's clearly obviously, you know, him. Um, <laughs> but I find that a really intriguing um, kind of plot, to be fair. I like it. I really – that looked like a compilation of nearly everything he's been in all in one movie. But. Like John Wick. Like, yeah, yeah. There's aspects of that. There was aspects that looked like it had some kind of Matrix elements with all like the war and stuff like that and then – If it's it was, through the ages, it's probably time travelling, yeah. yeah looked, oh, I haven't read it. It looked like he was, he was Rambo in like some of those scenes. I don't know. It looks like there's a lot going on. Sign I'd be intrigued up. though because it would be his own um, – his first directed film. So if he if he did it, so. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, that looks good. I'm all for it. To be honest, I'm I'm all for anything with Keanu in Hollywood. Nice guy. Absolutely adore him. To be fair. Yeah. Um, next bit of news. I actually, this is a beloved horror film. I actually have never seen it. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, VHS. OG. The OG. That they essentially announced a new one called VHS 85, which will be a, a, a the sixth. Jesus, there's six of them. Haven't seen one. Um, Scott Derrickson apparently is directing it, who was actually, I think, the director of the first um, Doctor Strange, to be honest. Yeah, he was. And he directed recently The Black Phone, which I saw, which actually wasn't a bad film. Um, I mean, you you said OG, so have you seen them? Uh, I've seen, I think, two and three. And look, it wasn't my kind of movie. I don't. Were they scary? It It had elements of scary. It had elements of kind of like. The ring mixed with uh, 
like a lot of like handheld cam. Footage I know they did like it was one of the first, yeah. Yeah, like at least it was filmed in that style. Obviously, because of when it was done, it wasn't really handheld, but it was definitely a lot more like we're involving the camera to create the the scene. Um, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I get. You know I get what I'm you. To say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. Interesting that a Doctor Strange director has now returned very heavily to horror, but um, you would have thought they'd be going for the heavy, heavy Marvel train, that Marvel bag. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. Lionsgate, Expendables 4, September 22, 2023, coming out next year. Are you a fan of these? I love them. Like, I don't think they're any I actually good. thought you were going I to say. Don't. I, don't th- I think the first one was very enjoyable, actually, to be fair. And then the second and third... They're enjoyable, but they're shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> that is the best way to describe that. There is not a single aspect of them that I'm like, this is a blockbuster, fantastic film. It's just like, let's get every like cool old person that's nearly retired and put them in a movie and they're just in like this unreal, unrealistic action movie. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all for it. It's kind I of think cool. the thing it's I liked about the first, yeah, the thing I liked about the first one is it kind of took itself a little bit serious. Like it was the one with Liam Hemsworth where he was yeah. a young one, died early on. And um, they were there, but I, I think it took itself a little bit more serious and tried to tell a story and then they go, we fucking made a lot of money. Let's just get, you know, J- Jackie Chan. I don't know if he's in it, but Jet Li, I think it was. Yeah, um, that um, Schwarzenegger, and he actually says, yeah. I'll be back. Yeah, like it, it got very um, meta is probably oh, the right yeah, word. Yeah. Um, while you're drinking a, a, a Pepe, um, <laughs> Universal. Awesome. No, no, I was just trying to pull this up. Um, a... Stephen King, Paul, Paul Greengar Grass, which is actually one of my underrated directors. He's directed like a lot of, um, they're all those like real life stories, like Patriot's Day, which was like Mark Wahlberg oh, okay. about the Boston bombings, Deepwater yeah. Horizon, which is Mark Wahlberg at the BP oil spill. It, um, he's made a lot of that, but he's, um, he's announced that he's adapting and directing a, a Stephen King book called uh, Fairy Tale, which to be honest, everything that I think Stephen King does is is horror, but... Judging by the name, I'm I'm not too sure. It's apparently about a 17 year old boy who, um, yeah, 17 year old guy who goes through parallels of, of good and evil at war. Could be interesting. It's a weird one for him to direct, to be fair, because like he's done a lot of those real life stories that are very down to earth. And Mark Wahlberg on the ground, like, hey, yo, like. Boston accent, uh, like <laughs> it's a very big switch up for him to be fair. Unless Mark Wahlberg's playing the seventeen-year-old magician, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> fucking hope not. Um, <laughs> this one actually sounds interesting. I know. Um, recently, I think you you're probably very aware. GameStop with um, on Reddit, they noticed GameStop was getting short sold by all these rich fuckheads in Wall Street and all these people bought the stock and bumped up their price and it was reddit against Wall Street. Yeah. Um, they're making a movie about it, but they've uh, got a car. They've announced a movie and the, the cast is Pete Davidson, can't stand him, but Sebastian Stan, who's um, Winter Soldier, Seth Rogen, Paul Dano, who's obviously recently been the Riddler in the Batman movie, um, and Shailene Woodley is, is joined. But what do, you, what do you reckon about this film? I don't know, I don't know if I have uh, too much thoughts on it. I'm not sure if there's a great enough story to tell to make a great film, is there? I don't know. I, when, when I think about, like, financial films in terms of Wall Street, I think of The Big Short. I don't know if you've seen that, but that was the obviously the housing market. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, there could be. Obviously, with that cast, I presume they're going for a very heavily 
kind of on the nose comedy in a way, yeah. obviously. Um, but it's a good cast to be fair, so maybe the script's quite good. But I don't um, know who that last person was, Shania Woodley. Or? She um, main actress in the Divergent series. She was mainly. She yep. was also in. Um, yep. Yeah, you know, yep. I'm good with faces. Um, yep. <laughs> the. Um, You'll probably, I don't know, I've actually never played this, but there's a Five Nights at Freddy's film getting made. Oh, uh, from from Bloomhouse, which to be fair, Bloomhouse have done pretty much 90% of the good horrors within the last five to ten years, cool. apart from A24. What do you I have no idea to be fair what the story is or anything. So I don't actually know if there's anything to tell from this. There's actually so much of a story. The <laughs> really? obviously the first one that's just kind of like, oh, here's gimmicky kind of horrors, um, like these. AI that's gone psycho in this pizza place, pretty much. And they have AI bots that come and serve you and sing songs. And Anyway, they go crazy in this pizza place. But they have created a backstory over, I think, like five or six games now and all these other side ones. And then they've chose to, like, actually include them. There's a lot of story there. And they do horror. The game does horror fantastically. Yeah, um, okay. So Could be if, interesting. If you just get small aspects of that, you're, we're in for a fright. But I'm not sure it's it's not a game that's ever kind of like brought in a lot of like immersion. Like I don't feel like it's building up something. I just know it's coming and like bang, here yeah. you go. You got to remember as well is obviously going from a film, a video game to a film, it's very hard to obviously capture that similar because, you know, in a game you're obviously the person, like it's first person. So obviously that to, that, that, that's, the hard, that's the hard thing about capturing that. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, I'll obviously go see it and, and review it and... It's messed up. Yeah, um, like Five Nights and Freddy's kind of, I guess, spoilers for a possible movie, but like all their things end up like haunted and stuff like that because there's actually a mass murderer that like kills kids and then puts their bodies inside these animatronics and these animatronics are still serving people for pizza every day and stuff like that and they end up like possessed. And it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, yeah, right. I'll, um, something to I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll review it, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one's interesting after... Um, Obviously, we we went through some pretty heavy D twenty three and like Marvel announcements a couple yep. couple months ago, or not, not even. But um, Michael Waldron has been hired to write the story and script for Avengers Secret Wars, which is their next big, major you know, major. Uh, well, not yeah. so much. I guess the the collaborative one, I should say, like the yeah. one where they all come together. Um, uh, to give you an idea, he's also part of the uh, Marvel writing machine. Recently, he wrote Loki. So he wrote all of Loki, good. which I was a good Loki. show. Really but Doctor Loki. Strange Multiverse of Madness he wrote. I wasn't a massive fan of it. Which intrigues me because it's like Secret Wars. If you really think about it, Secret Wars, obviously, I think the whole plot's essentially them in different realms of um, having a war within, you know, yeah, throughout all the different Similar to Ant-Man, you know, yep. going through dimensions. But obviously you had Doctor Strange going through, you know, each world. And it's like I don't know if they really did that well in terms of the script. So I don't know how I feel about that. But to be fair, they might, you know, get a really good director. As I said, it's, I mean, the film's only as good as its its plot. Yeah. So. I know we touched on Avatar and they were like, I think it might have been last week or the week before or whatever. And in two weeks ago, yeah. 3D was. I'll tell you what, Multiverse of Madness was one of the useless tags of 3D ever. Well, that's what I said. When we remember, I was like, that film, 3D, it was depth, depth to the yeah, shot. Correct. Whereas Multiverse of Madness, it was literally the tentacle little fucker at the start of the film 
basically came at you in the eye. And it's like they, they made it a gimmick where 3D was like, eee. obviously, I mean, the writer had nothing to do with it, to be fair, probably in terms of obviously yeah, the direction. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it obviously goes. But um, other than that, you didn't really have anything to touch on in terms of the news? No, not no, really. Not really? Extra. Well, we might take a quick pause and, and break then and we'll come back. We're, we're reviewing... Um, Amsterdam, uh, the new David oh, yeah. O'Russell film. So <laughs> it's like you forgot. Um, we'll take a quick break and we'll, we'll come back at you with the uh, with the review of Amsterdam. So we'll come, um, we'll review Amsterdam. So for anyone who doesn't know, this was the um, new David O'Russell film, director of uh, most recently Joy, American Hustle, Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, most recently, obviously. So it's, I guess, plot-wise, it's, it's about um, three friends who witness her murder but then or two friends that witness a murder but then um are kind of blamed for it so they just try and get away try and get out of it essentially that's all i can really say i guess um, that's the point. in terms of <laughs> i guess um that's something we may pull up or yeah. <laughs> pull up but um yeah what were your thoughts i enjoyed the movie a lot um a lot I, yeah i actually enjoyed it. i had a great time while i was watching it um did not enjoy the popcorn we're eating uh, but <laughs> it did enjoy uh, the movie. To it, give some um, backstory, the popcorn was 90% kernels that hadn't popped yet because there was obviously no heat in the... Never had that ever in my entire life. So I had it when working there, but yeah, anyway. Got a couple Sorry. thousand movies, I reckon. Continue. Never had. <laughs> anyway, um, enjoyed the movie a lot. I don't feel like it had, like, direction. I felt like there was an underlying plot, kind of like what you mentioned there, but it just kind of... There was a lot of different stories that were being told at the same time. And I was never sure where it was going. And then, like, they had aspects of trying to make, like, a serious kind of murder mystery undertones. And then it was just, like, a on-your-nose humour aspects. And then it was talking about, like, the mental health side of, like, the war and what they experienced there. And, I don't, yeah, look, I enjoyed the film. But I'm not sure where it went the whole entire time. You had a good, like, it, it wasn't... It wasn't hard to sit through, is what you're saying. Yeah, like, it definitely. Wasn't. It wasn't, you know, the best film on earth, but no. you, great you know. cast though. Um, yeah, one. Yeah, I thought everyone did their role pretty well for like the position that they played. Like, it wasn't one of the kind of movies where you're going to have that unreal like acting performances. But I feel like everyone did their role. Yeah, I don't well. think like no no one's going to get nominated for Academy Award off this. Mm. They all did their job. It wasn't like going to watch and you you watch, you know. Joker, like even though it wasn't the most best yeah. performance of the year, anyway, that that'll get me mad. But anyway, sorry, um, continue. Yeah, I got not much else to <laughs> touch on anyway. Then oh, it's a good movie. I was just, I just, I don't know where it went. It was enjoyable. It was, it was a movie. movie but <laughs> you had a good time for the I two had a hours. Good time. Yeah, that's yeah. the main thing. I, I'm in a, I'm in a similar boat. I probably have a little few, not nitpicks, but um, sort of. I mean, not issues really, but uh, it was a fine movie. The The thing with David O. Russell is I think he's very, with the last few films, they've all had phenomenal casts. Like you've got Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Robert De Niro, list goes on. Taylor Swift having possibly the most meme gift thing you'll ever see. It's like that was, <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was weird, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, um, but in terms of it, uh, this film just had no identity. That's my only issue is... It was similar to what you touch on, I guess. It was, it had no idea what it wanted to be. It's like the actual story itself is not something I even knew. I know it's, it's obviously advertised as a true story, um, 
But the actual story is actually really quite interesting. Yeah. Um, but they don't really tell much, if that makes sense. It's kind of like at times it's trying to be a comedy and it's not really like laugh out loud funny. There are a few laughs, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be fair, but it was, um, you know, at times it was very serious, dramatic. Then times it, it just had no identity of what it actually wanted to be. And I think that came down to obviously the script. And I know David O. Russell directed, wrote it, wrote the whole thing. But, um, yeah, it was just, I just tonally and uh, like tonally, I just felt like it was kind of all over the place. You'd laugh one minute and then there's a scene the next where it's very, it, it's kind of like took you by a bit like a shock. Yeah. So it was like, it wasn't, um, it's not necessarily the worst film I've ever seen. It was just like compared to, you know, Silver Linings Playbook is one of my favourite, I mean, romantic comedy, I guess. It obviously deals with that, you know, film deals with mental health issues and depression and things like that. And it's a really, really good movie. But this film, as you said, touches on so many aspects of trauma from the war, obviously polit- uh, politics and, and that whole side of things, obviously, in, you know, around in between World War One and World War Two. And then you've got like laughing scenes the whole way and they're dealing with obviously like fucking drugging people, things like that. And it's like they made you laugh one minute and then the next it's kind of like a really full-on dramatic scene. So it was just like it kind of tonally fell all over the place and I think it's just a real tighter script if it had a bit more identity, if they're fully going for a drama or, or kind of a comedy, even like a, a lot of great dramas have comedic moments. It's yeah. just I think it's that balance and I think that came down to the script but – other than that, the film, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoy. I didn't like. I found the story really interesting. So I, it's not something I'd flout around being like everybody go see this film. But it's definitely something I enjoy and something I would say you know go go see or watch. But to be fair, I think I brought this up with you after the movie. I don't know if this director should be <laughs> making anything. To be fair, I don't necessarily believe in cancel culture, and I'm not a fan of it. But. Um, for anyone who don't doesn't know, if you if you touch up your you know transgender niece nephew, I don't know at the time, but if you touch up your, and then admit to it, which was correct, he did admit to it um, and said, "Oh, it was consensual," even though he was fourteen years of age. Um, you probably shouldn't be directing films or getting money. Yeah, doing anything. Yeah, you probably should be in jail. To be fair, so. Um, and I'm surprised they actually gave him the money because I know with when Joy came out, which was the Jennifer Lawrence movie, um, there was a like a huge, huge like you know at the time obviously Twitter thread as I said cancel culture is a thing. But um, other than that, take him away. Obviously, there's a lot of hardworking actors and crew in it, so it's like you can't obviously, you know. Good to see Christian Bale in like some movies again. I feel like I've really missed him. Uh. Yeah, I think the last film I saw him in was Ford v Ferrari, which was fantastic, um, with Matt Damon. Oh, yeah, that was so a that good was film. that was just before COVID hit. I think twenty nineteen ish. I think it was. Yeah, I went to the premiere of that. I, yeah, we did. alone. Oh, did I go alone or no? no I might have went with you. Yeah, I definitely I'm, went yeah. with you. I um, I thought that <laughs> film was fantastic, but yeah, I um, I love him. I love all the cast, but um, definitely recommend seeing it because the actual story is something that's actually quite interesting. Um. But other than that, yeah, that's kind of all I really have to touch on. Um, I'm trying to think in terms of next week. The actually, have you ever seen the film Hellraiser? Have you heard of that? Pinhead? It sounds, oh, Pinhead, yeah. The Pinhead thing? Yep, yep. Um, I know they released a new like Hellraiser movie on 
um, what's it called? Disney Plus or, I mean, Hulu in America, but Disney Plus. But um, other than that, I'm trying to, th- this might be a pretty stark week. Oh, no, okay. So, yeah, the next week we'll be touching on uh, probably the new new Halloween there's also a film that comes out called All Quiet on the Western Front, which is a war film, but apparently it's the most fucked war film. Like the reviews are like, this will ruin your, you know, your life. Is um, the same actor out of um, uh, 1917? No, it's a direct actor from Dark, but it's got Daniel Brühl who played um, Nicky Lauda in Rush. Gotcha, yep. Who um, also is in Black Panther. Oh, not, uh, is he? Civil War, he plays um, Baron Zemo. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that one, but... Um, yeah, other than that, that's pretty much all we have for, for this week. So um, did you have a have a send-off or anything you want to say in regards to the movie? Go see the flick. Go, don't do it. Yeah, do whatever you it. want. It's just a good time. Not not a great flick, but a good time. Yeah. Well, I fucking wish half of them were. So um, <laughs> other than that, well, well, thank you for thank you for obviously listening and, and the pod and we'll obviously catch you next week. Sorry for obviously a bit of a shorter pod. I have worked all, all weekend and a bit tired, so maybe I, I didn't have the uh, – all the energy but other than that you can obviously catch us on all major podcasting platforms and and visually on youtube but um yeah we'll catch you next week have a good one